Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You learn a lot about people when you tra- oh. when you travel with them and they're yeah. for and they're for them streets. Oh yeah, what? Uh, yes, you do. somebody gets a little horny when they leave Massachusetts. What, what are you talking? What? About? Do every you get me into trouble? Wow. Why are you telling every single man? Yes, Nick Pavetta and others how handsome I they are. I read wow. what the Twitchers were saying okay. about Nick Pavetta and what my group message was saying. Jemai Webster. Very handsome individual, and my whole family oh. loves him, including oh. Santo. Santo oh. would say that too. Wow. You didn't say that about Lou. Wow. Oh, you didn't say how he's very handsome. Wow. Well, you uh, didn't say okay. Lou. You never, you never say it about me. You never I say it about Curtis. I tell you guys all the time how great you look. Hall Doug passes. Today I said, Doug, great color on you. Uh-huh. I give you guys compliments <laughs> up the wazoo. Okay. I wonder if Santo like a- does the same thing. Yeah, think he, he does. Like, oh man. She's sexy. No, <laughs> you know no, I don't talk about Ooh. the men like that. Uh, Santo will she say, a... "Oh, you look lovely today. Oh, you look beautiful." Handsome's like uh, a guy saying, "Beautiful." She... No, I think it's more like, "All right." No, we can so... both say sexy. All right, so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so who? She's beautiful. Yeah, that's but fine. See, that, that, to me, that's not like, like. So the women always say, "You look great in that color." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guys are just like, you look good in that dress. Like, I don't give a rat's ass what color it is. That's <laughs> right. a nice dress. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you look good right. in that color. You know, right. I'm like, I don't right. know what color I look good in, but, you know. It's like they're struggling to find something good right. to say about no. you. You know That's what I mean? Because you're ugly. It's so no. true. It, that color looks good with your eyes. No. Okay. That, that, is, that, that color obscures your yes. gut. No. Yeah. Doug is yeah. wearing a bright pink right now, yeah. Yeah. and it brings out his eyes. It truly, it's part of his color palette. Yeah. That's you're a you're cool ugly. summer. Color palette. That's when you live in a crappy uh, neighborhood and they go, you know what? I'll tell you what, they got a nice Walmart around here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Greg, you know you know what that color looks good on you is? It's a guy's way of saying a chick has a nice personality. Yeah, yeah it is yes. not. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Doug. Exactly yes, right. Doug, you are very handsome. That, Don't yeah. let them say that. That means All right. you're butt ugly, but hey. Well, right. nope. Listen, try to we only have a day and a half left, so try to keep it in your pants. Oh. <laughs> Coming from you, that's rich. Oh. I'm single. Thank you very much. And I'm not out uh, for them streets. Well, well, you, you appear to be. Nope. You, appear, like you appear to be very attracted to many men around here. I like to tell someone if they're handsome. Okay. What? Does Santo like when you tell them that they're Santo handsome? Santo would tell Jemai he's handsome, too. Okay. Jemai is a handsome fellow. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. He's a handsome You fellow. have to be to be on TV. Yeah. Right. Radio's different. Radio's different. Jeez. No more compliments for any yeah. of you guys. Like, Schmucks. He's like, <laughs> Santo, don't listen to the 9 o'clock hour. No. I hope Santo's listening. We haven't seen hot cocoa in a while. I like seeing uh, you get yeah. riled up. <laughs> well, Lou Marloni is with us, yeah. and uh, it's great to see you and great to have you here. And I, you talked a little bit earlier about 
prospects and about what have you like let's try to go glass half full here yeah who have you seen that's been really impressive so far in spring training <laughs> well, well he'll, he'll play again today anthony i think is a kid 19 years old doing things that you really shouldn't be doing at 19 you should probably be freshman in college alex cora brought him up earlier yeah, yeah. And, and it was funny because everybody kept asking if he's going to come up for games and kyle hudson third base coach the outfield instructor and he was just like yeah kyle's been trying to Make sure we get him up for games, get him up for games. He's like, but it's a hard no. He's down in minor league camp. They want him to work on doing things. And this will now be his second of, like, three home games that he's actually starting at center field. So, yeah. obviously, something changed there. But that thing, they got a lot of young kids. Like, on the road, when we go out there, it's always like, will you or you, Rafaela, say down Rafaela, and seeing some of those guys go. But the other guys that are in camp, there's no, like, you know, Meyer, Teal, Anthony. They're not in camp, even though Roman Anthony is playing today. So you haven't really seen much of them. Um, but there's a lot of intriguing arms. Like the strength of them really is kind of these right-handed arms. Why they traded John Schreiber, right-handed arms that are in this bullpen that have thrown that have been pretty impressive. The pitching's been really good so far. I mean, they came in like a week and a half, ten days, I would say, ahead of schedule. Like day one, two innings, live BP, and it's like that doesn't happen. It's usually live BP. Your first outing's one inning, get them out. You know, now they're going two, and soon they'll be going three. I think Pavetta's going to go three innings his first outing here on Saturday. You know, and he's he's nuts. Are they so, doing it that way because they don't plan on pitching in October, so they just sort of move well, it? <laughs> well, no, they're doing it that way because they haven't been pitching in October, <laughs> right. and their arms are extremely rested. Right, uh, Lou. It's how how does it work? Because like when you look at spring training and you see, you start to say all these young players, and you start to talk about all of them. How many of them realistically, you know, have a chance to? compete make a difference for the team because when you think of like football and you're like you're talking preseason you're like oh here's a kid who's a young player your expectations are he's going to play but there's like a couple names that you're like well these young talented players but then they go down to triple a like how many of them have a legitimate chance of we can actually see them playing you got like there's like there's as they say like three buckets right you got like martin and jansen veterans they're like dude give me four or five innings i'll be ready for seattle like i'll be just devers i know what i gotta do i want to be ready for seattle then you got some other kids like Rafaela that are trying to show that maybe he can make this this ball club. There's a little battle like veteran guys in the backup catcher. Mm-hmm. Position wise, it's not really that much. There is some in the bullpen. So you got guys that are just getting ready for the season, guys that are trying to make the team. There aren't many right. like, as far as position players. But then you got the other kids, the young kids. That one like, you know, May hits or something and Cora seeing York is hitting three oh six. Oh yeah, you know what? I saw him in camp. I actually liked him. Like, they're trying to put a name to a face. So later on in the year, if they're having a good year down in the minor leagues, the manager remembers what he saw here in camp, liked what he saw, how he went about his business, the at-bats, defense, you name it, and just sort of help them down the road in the future. Right? Okay. So there's a lot of those kids, people that are here, like AAA depth guys that are trying to open up some eyes. But for the most part, it's, it's really, can Rafaela play center, and then what do you do? And who's the backup catcher? When you talk about these young guys, how does a guy like Craig Breslow balance bringing these guys up but also getting talent from elsewhere? Because all I hear is I don't want to jeopardize the future. I don't want to give seven years for $100 million, whatever it is, because I don't want to jeopardize playing that guy in seven years, paying that guy in seven years. How do you how do you balance that while also not risking the here and now? Because I think that's why a lot of fans are frustrated. They want to see winning now. They're not worried about you know seven years down the road. Yeah, and that's... That's where the frustration comes in. So you make a trade for sale, you bring in Grissom, and you hope that he's your second baseman for the next six years. So that's fine. Okay, you, you, you open the spot. You don't need to trade for a second baseman because you hopefully relying on this guy to do it. But when it comes to your rotation, 
Like you say, I don't want a guy there for paying for the next five or six years. and Or I don't want to go and spend big money on a left-handed hitting outfielder because Roman Anthony's going to beat that guy next year. So I don't need to do that. But when it comes to the rotation, you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have it down there. Like, all of their, like, pitching prospects. And, I, you know, I, I looked at all these guys' reports on all these guys that are here in camp. The ceiling on all of them are, like, multi-inning relievers or back-end starters, possibly. they got, like, three starters in their minor league system, like, legit could stay as starters so you don't have it mm-hmm. and that's why it's like you need five of them you know you, need, you can't have three and a half like you had last year you're going to run into problems that you had so because you need five of them okay go get me Bayo, go get me montgomery and then maybe it's crawford and i could piece the other ones together maybe there's an extension for pavetta and he's part of the future who knows but it's like at the rotation there's no reason not to go get anybody because it's not like you're going to be blocking anybody that's coming up here in the next year or two you think alex score is here next year no no, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think his he, choice. I think mutual. I mean, he doesn't have a contract. Is he you know? managing somewhere? So, yeah, he is. He is. So you, probably going to be out in L.A. To be the, honest, the, with you, when they lose say, the World Series, yeah. <laughs> manage the Dodgers. Yeah. So they would have a deal done if both sides wanted. Well, to have it. yeah, and if all of a sudden they sit down and like, you know it's halfway through and things are going well, he might sit there and say, "Well, Craig Council got five and forty. Like, how well? How much do you like me?" You know what I mean? And, but and, then they lose everybody. If you're not even going to pay a manager that's making this team win, yeah. then at what point will you start paying? Like, that's where I'm like, I don't think they're selling. It doesn't make sense. No, I don't believe I don't it for well, a second. Well, Sam Kennedy told you on this show yesterday they are not. Right. No, he I told us this is also a nonprofit industry. So, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Um, but I don't believe they're selling. But I just, this is not a sustainable model. But I don't know where they break it. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. If we're saying they can't afford to keep Cora. To get what the top... Well, no, and to be honest with you, and I know he's very... And this is no inside information, because I you know people always think I'm, I'm talking to him every single day, but he's very appreciative of the fact they brought him back, right? He went through a lot with the Astros thing, yep. you know, and I think for a long time he's very appreciative of it and tried to, like, you know, just be... Thank you very much for bringing me back, giving me this opportunity, my family and everything else, doing what I want to do. But the last couple of years have to have worn on him at the trade deadlines, which is the reason why Bloom's not here, right? Like, just in the inactivity one way or the other, trade this guy away, bring this, I need help, I need this, I need that. And then you you put that with the off-seasons as well and the spending, and it's sort of like, what is the direction of this team? He's already said, I don't want to manage forever, so if I want to manage another four, five, eight years, is it do I want to be with a team wondering when they're going to decide they want to spend and go for it again? He doesn't want to keep rebuilding or have this little train that could. He, he wants a juggernaut. He wants to see... Otani and Yamamoto and Glasnow and Miller on the mound. He wants to put Mookie at second. You know, he wants a championship team. And I, this is just my opinion. If the Dodgers don't win it, I played there. Speak Spanish. Yeah. Like, it's just too perfect of a fit. Yeah. But here's the thing. You bring up a great point. Look at what the Red Sox record has been in the first halves of these last seasons they finished in last. They're in it. That is a great – so when people say, what has Core ever won without all the other stuff, right? Well, those teams were 10 games over, 8 games over, as they entered the deadline, the trading deadline. And then they fell off the, you know, they yeah. fell off the table in the second half. But those first halves have to have been a period where Cora is sitting there either saying this or, or just saying it to himself, where it's like, look at all we did to get this group with this rotation to three games out of the wild card or two games out of the wild card, and they do nothing. But yeah. you said, you said... That's the reason Heim Bloom is not here. Trade deadlines. And is uh, Craig Breslow going to be different? We'll see. 
We'll see. Because it really, it's the inactivity. So Heim, well, I was, was Heim like paralyzed in the fetal position and just couldn't do a deal? It was really bad in 2022 when you know you, you, they traded Vasquez and there was some reaction and he stopped. And they went over the luxury tax because of it. And it was that was probably the first really nail. Like There are six teams that went over the luxury tax. Five of them are in the playoffs. Two of them are in the World Series. And we finished in last. How the hell? I don't care if it's a $5 tax fee. Why am I paying 5 bucks? For, so, and oh, by, that, and oh, by the way, if we do want to invest in the offseason, because we went over, now we're going to lose a second-round pick. We're going to lose international signing money because we're a team that went over. We never should have went over. Should have kept going. JD, gone. You know, all these other guys, gone, gone, gone. Last year. Like, you know, and I know we, it was debated back and forth. It's like Paxton's a tough sell. Everybody in baseball knew that James uh, Paxton was going to die down the stretch. Not figuratively, but, yeah. I mean, you know, his arm was going to go. Like, you could have had a – it would have been awful to do, but still, you look now, you know, Cabrera, this kid down in Miami for Justin Turner. Your rotation would have been a lot better here now. Verdugo thought – they thought he was going to be going out to San Diego. I mean, uh, Houston. Like, you know what I mean? There were, there were deals that would be done – and I felt like it was, we can't do them because I'm afraid of the reaction. Like the, like the non-commitment of actually selling pieces off because you're in last place. Yeah. Like, even though does, you're in it. Or I, yeah. or go out and get at least an arm to give this team a chance. Luis Arias isn't going to get it done. No, but that's the thing, though. So Sam wants to say that this is all part of a plan. But he can't stomach the image, the, the, the way in which a trade at the deadline would be Perceived. Re- perceived and received because they're quote-unquote in it. But if you're not going to invest, that was the, we talked about that this year. It was the same exact thing that they said was this awful failure they had the year before. They haven't shifted because they're afraid to let people know that's what would, they're doing. I would agree. I would say this. like it's, it's the fans. If you ask the fan, like, what's the Red Sox doing? The answer is, I have no idea. Give them an idea. Right. The answer, you know, the answer that the fan has now is they're cheap. Right. I would rather that you. I said this to Sam. I've said it a billion times. Sit down. People aren't dumb, and they actually like they yeah. they have some affection for the ball club. Sit down. Tell them what your strategy is, what you're doing, and maybe they yeah. buy in. Well, it's like you know, I, it never should have a four year. You know, we're on year, year four of the rebuild. Every you know, and and we still don't know what's going on. That's the problem because. The Patriots are on a year four of a rebuild, right? Back but we know one. what they're but don't doing. We, well, don't we uh, but we know what they're doing. Yeah. Don't we kind of know? We we know. Cora sat here and said it. He and I don't know if it's an edict from up top, but he brought up Arizona. That was one of the teams that I brought up yeah. with a low payroll. That that can we win with the talent we have? And then the other things that they told us last year what? that they didn't do anything at the deadline was they had all these guys coming back off of injury. Yeah, and so you had those were your. Um, transactions for the trade deadline. So I think, like, people, it confuses me because they've always spent a lot of money, and they didn't lap, They didn't in these past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I think they kind of tell us without telling us when they say. No, I want get, them to tell us. Well, we're getting Chris Sale <laughs> I, I, back. I, 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 there's no debate. Right, I, 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 I get that but, you're reading into it, and you're going right, to. You're gonna, I don't want you explaining it to me. I want them explaining right, it. Right, so we're getting. And they say we're getting Chris Sale back. So that's our trade deadline acquisition. Right, but, but that's the thing yeah. is that they don't believe it. And the issue, uh, Lou, is that from my perspective, their way of relating to the fan base shows how far the chasm is between the two parties because. If you go back to the Bogarts conversation, right, after Trevor Story signed, we all thought the writing was on the wall, right? If the Red Sox had said, 
We love Xander Bogarts. We are so grateful for his leadership. He exemplifies everything that is good about this organization. But we don't believe he is the future shortstop. We have this money, and we're allocating it to Rafael Devers. I think the fan base agrees. Devers is a better long-term investment, obviously younger. You know, he doesn't have the same emotional relationship. But the way in which Sam would go on with Greg and us in the morning and say, I don't envision a scenario by which the Red Sox exist yeah. without Xander Bogart. And you like, know, I, I still feel like they dropped the ball with the John Henry stuff. And I know he's uncomfortable talking publicly. And a lot of it has to do with because he gets himself in trouble because he tells the truth. But that's something John would say. Like, John would say that, yeah. that, like, you know, we brought in Trevor Story, and, you know, there's other areas we need to improve on. He's a very good player. Xander may be moved off a shortstop in the future. We'll see where that market goes. We have some insurance in case we lose Xander as much as we love him. We would move on. And then people would get upset for John for saying it, but it's the truth. Like, I actually feel like he, he they don't want him on talking to the media because he tells the truth too much. Right. <laughs> I actually think it's exactly what's needed. Yeah. Like when he came out years ago and said, no, we have to get under the CBT. We've gone over two years in a row. Everybody went nuts in the front office trying to defuse that yeah. and be like, no, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. And he's like, no, I did mean it. <laughs> so just let no, me know. It's just, I can take it. Let me know. I can, yeah. I'm actually interested in it. I, like I it. can take it and tell me what it is. Yes, yeah, I, I would like to see more of it. I know they think that's a bad thing. I think it's yeah. a good thing. He's actually, I guess, he's here today. I think he might be. So we'll have like some grainy Bigfoot type uh, footage of him making his way around the ballpark. <laughs> Maybe he'll right. come on with us. <laughs> no, uh, I would say, want to tell John, you know. Free light apps at Orin Iron. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, have them come by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Lou. Uh, what? Okay, I had everybody. a question for Lou when it comes yeah. to Alex Cora. If he does walk, yeah. do you think Jason Veritek could be a good fit? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Still in there? Because I know the Giants were interested in him as a manager. Well, they uh, didn't they tell him he wasn't management material uh, yeah. <laughs> a few yeah. years ago? Yeah. Well. Excuse me. I, am I, speaking, I, think I think I'm speaking out of school think, here. Um, <laughs> Young John now. Relevant, relevant. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he'll be like in the mix of it. I think he'd be interested in it. I think you think he'd, he'd be good? He'd want it. Yeah, I think he could be a good manager at this point. I think he's well-respected. That'd be great. The question is, great for and I know he's into it, too, the pitching <laughs> side us, of it, yes. like the analytics. I know he's part of that. But what GMs are looking for for managers these days, like I don't know what that is. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I had a better grasp of it like 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. 
Now I know it's a community. You know, you, you need to be a good communicator. That's a key of anything, especially in this game. But I, I just don't know what a good resume for being a manager is. It's a strong focus on work-life balance. Yeah, yeah. collaborate. Which is why I always felt like you'd be a great one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nailed it. It's awesome to see you. I can't believe you're not staying this weekend. No, I'm out. That's a promo. I got I, home. I, I'm there for like ten days. I enjoy Partners Weekend. You and I have oh, a few yeah. have a few drinks every year. Yeah, I, I know. We're not, we're not. You're going home. So I'm missing the whole back to back weekends too. Yeah. Partner thing. Oh, you take the private jet down for both. No, yeah. no, no. I, I flew commercial. It was a great experience. I loved it. <laughs> they they <laughs> call it David Field Air. I like, so it really it was great. I I've, I never got a full appreciation for the tarmac sitting there for 45 <laughs> minutes like I did on this trip. <laughs> it's great. All right, uh, we'll be listening today. One, 1 o'clock start here? Yeah, 105. Me and Will Fleming. Okay, Will Fleming, Lou Merloni on the Odyssey app. Baseball is back. There's nothing that says spring more than baseball being back. And we will wrap things up from JetBlue Park. Day number two next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.